Hey guys, this is your host, Faye Jones, and welcome to the podcast, Living Life by Design. I know in the previous episode, we left off to where I was going to share with you exactly how the journey started and how I came to where I'm at now. And, well, I have to tell you, it was very difficult because the emotional, the verbal abuse, the stress, the drama had become so much that it started to affect my health to such an extent, like I had shared before, that I ended up having to close my business down because my body just couldn't cope with it anymore, and I became very sick. It literally killed my immune system, and so when I was exposed to an unknown chemical, we don't know what it was to this day, um, but it was in the textiles. Uh, I had hung up some curtains in my home office, without washing them and that chemical that's on them created this allergic reaction and well that was the last straw that was the that was the last drop in the full glass to make it overflow and that spiraled my health down but my health was already so deteriorated that it didn't take much for that um, to take the effects that it did on my health and so I closed the shop And now I'm trying to work from home, but there's all this toxicity, I'm sick, all this stuff. I'm at my wit's end. Like I said, I I cried out to God and I was like, okay, I I have to, something has to happen. I I can't do this anymore. And like I said, God opened the opportunity for us to move and to have everybody else be forced to get their own place and no longer live with us and it was difficult for me because I'm Hispanic and in my culture it was taught that the younger ones take care of those who are considered to be the elders and by elder it doesn't mean they necessarily have to be super old they just have to be older than you Um, and that that's what being a, a good uh, child, daughter, granddaughter, niece, nephew is. You take care of the elders of the family. And so I took on that role in, in trying to honor my elders. I put myself in a bad situation, and I don't want you to judge Um, those family members because they were going through their own process through their own journey you know a lot of things have come out and I understand why they were the way they were in that moment in time in their life and I don't judge them I have no resentment and you know, call it crazy, but I am actually thankful for that experience because it taught me so much about myself and it's allowed me to become a better person. And now I'm able to share my journey with you. So it's not a loss. Uh, and so with with all of that, we we all move and, and got up in this opportunity and I know some of you may remember that's when we moved out to New Mexico and we had this amazing uh property out there with some land and 
free range and our background was essentially the I-40 and the mountains. And um, we were almost off the grid. The only utility we paid for was electricity. So um, we, we were living out in the country in the middle of nowhere. And once we got out there, and I started to take that time to take care of my health and recover, feed myself better, because in all this, I, I also wasn't eating very well because I was having allergic reactions to everything I ate on top of it. Um, so the foods that I could eat weren't exactly the most nutritious. And, and so I went through this process where God had to show me how dysfunctional some of my thinking was. And he taught me what the true meaning of honoring is. Because growing up in church, I've always heard it, you know, honor thy mother and thy father. And, you know, it's always been taught to apply not just to your parents, your biological parents, but also to the people who maybe play the role of a parent or an elder in your life. And what I what I thought that meant was be a doormat and put yourself in horrible situations and God will take care of you for that. But what I didn't realize is that God didn't want me to go through that. And so when I started to realize that, I started to set boundaries. And, you know, the, the book by uh, Dr. Henry Cloud called Boundaries was instrumental uh, once again in my life in this area because I started to set boundaries. And the first boundary was we're not living together ever again. Everybody's got to have their own place because regardless of what happens in the dynamics of their lives, I need to have my own sanctuary. I need to have the place where I can go to decompress and refuel. And if everybody who I am trying to help is living with me, um, there's no place to go to decompress because the problem and the stress is always there 24-7. So I learned that for me, that's not good. It just needs to be my husband, my children, and myself in our home, nobody else. And so that was the first boundary I set. The, the second boundary I set was that I was no longer going to allow um, anyone, regardless of whether they were family or not, to speak to me in a way that I didn't want to be spoken to. And that didn't mean that I was going to be like all rude and get all nasty and be like, oh, no, you didn't, and start snapping my fingers in my head and, you know, get ready to go and fight. But it just meant that I would politely tell that person, you know what, we are not going to have this conversation right now because since things are getting out of line and we may say things that we don't want to say to each other, um, I think it's good to end this right here, right now, and revisit it while we're both in a frame of mind where we can speak to each other respectfully. And so I started to do that. And, you know, there was times where I had to do that repeatedly, almost multiple times in a day, 
But eventually, what it did was it 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 sunk in, and there was an understanding that we could talk about difficult topics, that we could disagree, that we didn't have to see life in the same way, but that disrespect and condescend was not going to be something I would tolerate. And that if that behavior was to continue, then I would also have to put some physical distance and no contact. And for a while, there was no contact. And I won't lie to you, it was very difficult because there was this battle in me. Like I knew that I was doing the right thing, not just for me, but also for them, because this was something they needed to work on, because if not, they were going to destroy not just the relationship they had with me, but relationships with other people, because that's just how they were living and responding to everyone. And, and you know, so I know I was doing a good thing, but because of the traditions, the culture, the judgments, and all the the things that were programmed into me since I was little, um, guess what? I was seeing that as a... I was seeing that as I was being a bad person. And so I was judging myself. I was beating myself up. I I didn't have peace. But it wasn't peace because I was doing something wrong in front of God. I just didn't have peace because I was too afraid of what those people with whom I set the boundaries with would think of me. And what other people around me would think once they found out that I set those boundaries. And so I had to come to terms um, with the fact that whether I do something or I don't, people were always going to have an opinion. And those who are set on judging and pointing fingers would judge and point fingers regardless of, and that if I knew that I was doing the right thing, that had to be sufficient. And that's where the journey of living life by design started because I finally that day broke free from worrying about what other people would think. And I broke free to such an extent that I'm able to do this podcast and talk to you about this journey because for years I feared talking about this because I was afraid of of, of what the reaction would be. Um, that's why I'm not mentioning names or even what the relationship was because that's irrelevant because it's not about their story, it's about my story. And I'm not trying to bring shame to them or condemnation or judgment and I'm not trying to badmouth them or anything. That's why it's relevant who they are. I just want to share what I did to become the woman I am today. And so for years, I had a fear of doing this exact thing that I'm doing right now 
because I was afraid of what the repercussions would be. But I've come to that place where it's like, if I'm always afraid of repercussions, I will never do anything. I, I will always walk in fear and I will always allow other people and circumstances to dictate how I live my life. And then I wouldn't be designing my life. Somebody else would be. So that is when I decided to start to live my life by design. And that took me to a very interesting place. Because when we moved to New Mexico, I went there with an idea of what I wanted to do. But it wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And um, very quickly, <laughs> and I would say like six months in, I started to realize that. And I went on a business trip, and I met with one of my childhood friends and, and her husband. And we were hanging out, seeing each other. We hadn't seen each other in forever at that point. And when I mean forever, I mean it had been over 20 years since we had seen each other. And, you know, I was sharing with them a certain situation that I was going through at the time. I can't disclose much about that situation, um, you know. It's just, it's irrelevant about what happened. It's just, I noticed some things that I, I wasn't in agreement with in with the uh, organization that I was working with. And I had a decision to make. And I'll never forget the words my friends told me because she tells me, I went through a similar situation. and. This is all I have to say. Speak, peace, and follow. And that was, you know, it was very simple words, but it was mind-blowing. Seek, peace, and follow it. Because now, I was like, wait a minute, that's right. I don't have any peace right now in this situation. What is, is the thing that needs to happen that's going to bring peace? And I started to analyze the situation. I said, the only reason I'm sticking around is because I really love um, the leader of that organization. And I love the work that I'm doing in that organization. But it doesn't align with my core values or what it is that I was created and designed to do. And if I stay there, I'm aborting my own assignment. Um rejecting the very thing that God created me to be and do and at the same time I'm hindering them because you know when two people are working together and they're not in agreement um even if the other person is polite and goes along with it um things are not going to work out the way they're supposed to because we're not on the same page and with the same vision and so I came back from that business trip with, with my mind decided that I needed to end that 
work relationship. Unfortunately, um, it ended more than the work relationship because um, the people involved, um, how do I word this? The people involved saw it fit that everything needed to end. Which I had no problem walking away from that relationship. I mean, it hurt. It bit. It hurt. But I had no problem walking away from the relationship because I knew that that wasn't my tribe. Because, let's put it this way. When you have to end a working relationship, you know, with whether it's with a friend or a boss or whatever, if they're your tribe... They're going to understand and be like, that's fine. I still love you. You do what you have to do. And they're going to give you their blessing. If they're not your tribe, they're not going to see it. And that's okay. It doesn't mean they're bad people. It doesn't mean that that um, they're horrible. It doesn't mean you need to badmouth them and, and, you know, and discredit them. It just means... You weren't meant to be working together. You were just meant to cross paths for a season. And for me, crossing paths with them for a season was just what I needed because it was just so that I could have that space and that time to heal and be ready for the journey that truly awaited me. So it was always meant to be a temporary situation a temporary place of refuge and so I'm okay with that now and you know I still pray for those people every single day and I bless them and I ask God to to continue to prosper them and open ways for them because see this is the other thing that I learned is bad things happen uncomfortable things happen But that doesn't mean that I have to base my identity based off of the negative things that happen. Because I'm not the problem. And when I say I'm not the problem, I'm not saying that, you know, everybody is the one with the problem and that I'm perfect. What I'm saying is that problem does not define me. The situation does not define me. The mistakes do not define me. They simply define the fact that I'm either missing information or missing wisdom in a particular area and that there is an area where I obviously need to mature. And when I learned that for my life, that, that that's what was the issue, Oh man, it, it it took things to a whole new level because then I started to analyze every relationship. And I kid you not, I went through this season where I started examining every single friendship, every single relationship. And my personal feed went from thousands of people who I thought were friends down to like less than 200 people. I said goodbye to a bunch of people. 
not because they weren't good enough for me or because I felt like I was better than them. It had none of that. The reason I let those people go was because we weren't meant to be together. They're not a part of my tribe. I'm not a part of their tribe. And insisting in building a relationship when we weren't even created or designed to be together was going to hinder them just as bad as it was going to hinder me. And I couldn't be so selfish as to not let them go because I didn't want them to think ill of me or I didn't want to hurt their feelings because it wasn't about me. It's about their journey. Yeah, it's important for me to live out my journey, but, you know, they have to live their journey. It's, you know, if you guys don't know, there's this guy named Anomaly on on Facebook. And the other day he shared a really interesting quote that says, maturity is understanding that you that we are just as toxic as other people. Everybody has toxicity, and we're all toxic to each other at some level. And that is so true. Because had I stayed there, I would have been toxic to those people. Just like they would have been toxic to me, and it just would have been this toxic cycle. So I had to have the courage to say, I'm not a right fit for this person, and I'm only going to hurt them if I stick around. And I love them enough to let them go. And I took guts. And I got judged. I know I did. But you know what? Those people are living a better life. I'm living a better life. So those were the steps that I, I started to take in the journey. And I I have to tell you guys, losing the fear of what other people would say or think of me all liberated me. And don't think I'm like, you know, when I say I'm free that I'm like, oh, 100% pro at this. Because I still have days where that fear comes back. But the thing is that I now have the strength to even when I'm afraid to do something, to stand up and say, I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to do it anyway. And through that process, I learned that I was an enabler also in some situations. Because in my love for for people and in not wanting to offend them or hurt them, I was allowing things to continue and behaviors to take place that were destructive for them and for me. So I had to learn that true love and kindness was saying enough. You're not going to destroy yourself and you're not going to destroy me or other people in the process. We have to deal with this. And if you don't want to deal with it, that's fine. But don't expect me to be around because I am not going to participate in that destructive behavior. And learning how to put those boundaries in place, let me tell you, it was easier said than done. There was a lot of nights where I cried because I didn't want to do it. And I felt like the most horrible, mean, 
person in the world for doing such a thing. But I'm glad I did because I'll tell you now, some of those relationships ended for good and some of those relationships got better because when I set the boundaries, the person realized, oh, shoot, I didn't know I was doing that. I'm sorry. Let's work this out. And our relationships are way better than they were before. The friendships are tighter. Like, I tell you, like, we've got each other's back. And and the friendships are so intimate that, I mean, we know when something's going on with one or another without even having to pick up the phone and talk to each other because we're so in tune because we honor each other so much and we were so meant to be part of each other's lives that we can sense it and we'll call each other on the phone and the only thing we have to say, what's going on? You're not okay. And the person, on my friend on the other line, will just be able to say, you're right, this just happened or this or this or this. And it's just amazing. We were all meant to experience those kind of friendships. And I didn't know that that was possible. I didn't know that those kind of relationships, even with loved ones, that that level of intimacy and and connection could exist. Because I was always in the dysfunctioning thing where I had to put out the fires, help everybody solve their problems, some of them that they created out of lack of wisdom for themselves, because I thought I had this God complex where I thought I had to fix everything and everyone. So I was fixing everything and everyone, saving everybody from their own demise, from their own choices, but killing myself. Pretty crazy, huh? So. That's that's where that takes. But then, you know, when I opened my eyes and, and you know, like I said, I realized all those things, man, did life start to get sweet. Because like I said, the relationships got better. Um, The relationship with those people who lived in my house for a while that then they all moved out got way better Um, to where we actually enjoyed each other's company again. Uh, Something that wasn't the case for a long time. My health got better. My relationship with my children, my husband got better because I wasn't all stressed out and crabby all the time and in pain and uncomfortable and all the other things that come along when you're sick and you're not doing well. And that's where the personal development transformation and where the no-holds-barred approach of life came for me where you'll see me, if you follow me on social media, uh, on Facebook, I'm under Faye Jones Live. Um, you'll, you'll see that I have this, this approach of life of, you know, let's cut the bull, let's just get right to it. And it's not because, again, it's not that I feel like I'm better than anybody. It's just that I know there's no way to dig out of this pit of hell of dysfunction and and toxicity and all that unless you're willing to face things in the face 
head on, regardless of how difficult they are, and just go through the process and deal with ourselves first and why we're allowing those things to happen and deal with our mindset and, and all those issues. And then set boundaries in our lives so that we can have healthy relationships and thrive and do good for each other. And so when I post something that essentially down to the essence of it, it says cut the crap and deal with it, I'm not being dismissive. I'm not being judgmental. I'm just telling you, hey, stop running from the issue and face it. And it's something I learned the hard way. Because, you guys, I have been enduring that situation more than eight years, pretty much almost my entire life. Thirty-something years. I'm almost 40 now, 30-something years of my life, I endured that because I was too afraid to rock the boat. Now I'm in this place, I shoot, let's rock the boat, and if we fall in the water, I guess we get wet. And we're going to have to learn to swim. Uh, You know, but... um. That's that's where that's coming from. Because I want to do better and I want those around me to also do better. Especially the people that I say I love. So I learned to develop the courage to say the difficult things. In kindness and in love. Because some people take that into an advantage to be able to tear people up and tell them whatever they want to tell them without measuring the consequences. Some people want to do that. And that's not me. I, I won't be tearing you up just because I want to tear you up. But I will also not play up the victim card because in my life, that victim card almost cost me my life. That poor me attitude and mentality almost cost me my life. So I'm not a victim. I'm a victor. I'm a conqueror. And I won't allow anybody in my presence to sit in that victim seat. Because, yes, you had a crappy situation happen to you. You can overcome it because you are not that situation. I'm not the situations and the things that happen to me. I'm not the abuse. I'm not the abuse. I'm not the words that have been spoken over my life since I was a child. I'm none of those things. I'm who God says I am. And he says I'm pretty darn awesome. You know, so awesome that he's got his name written in his hand. And he knows every single amount of hair I have on my head. So, what anybody else has to say about me don't matter. I mean, I'll pay attention to it to an extent because sometimes when somebody says you're being an ass, it's because you are being an ass and you need it to be, you know, corrected. 
Um, but you also have to see who you're, you're, who is telling you that because some people just want to say that because they're trying to attack you to avoid dealing with their own issues. So you got to know when to receive the correction and when you just need to be like, okay, you're just having one of those stupid bad days and I'm not dealing with you. <laughs> and, and so that's, that, that is, you know, guys, where, where the transition happened for me was when I realized who I was, what I was made of, and that I needed to set boundaries. So there's that. And as you can imagine, yeah, we moved out of New Mexico when our lease was up. And we ended up here in Arizona. And that is where a new journey begins. So next episode, we'll talk about how the Arizona journey begins, some of the struggles we had at the beginning, where we're at now, what I'm doing business-wise, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I chose to start this with a lot of transparency, more than I'm comfortable with. Believe me on that one. Uh, I'm an introvert and I'm very, very private. I don't like to share a lot of personal stuff publicly. So this is completely new for me and out of my comfort zone, but I know it's time. So till the next episode, I love you guys. God bless and know that the journey gets better. It's really sweet right now, and I can't wait to share just how sweet it is on the next episode. God bless, guys. Bye-bye.